0: In honor of Black History Month, I thought I would write about blacks who have contributed to the research and treatment of chronic kidney disease. I'll be highlighting a few people and then dealing with why CKD is treated differently for blacks. Ladies first, Dr. Bessie Young is a nephrologist. And more. This is from the University of Washington's Department of Medicine at https://medicine.uw.edu/.news/.Dr. Bessie Young. Dr. Young is a professor of medicine in the Division of Nephrology and holds adjunct titles in the Departments of Epidemiology and Health Services. She received her MD in 1987 and her mile-per-hour in 2001, both from the University of Washington. Her research focuses on racial disparities and genetic factors predicting outcomes of patients with kidney disease, education regarding access to transplantation and dialysis for minorities, and access to kidney disease care in rural areas. While I have great admiration for both Drs. Young and Kuntz, see below, I feel a connection with Dr. Vanessa Grubbs. We corresponded a bit when she first began her blog, which is both personal and professional. We all know I'm not a doctor and have never claimed to be one, but I'm convinced I can feel what a nephrologist feels when I read her blog. This is from the California Healthcare Foundation's website at http colon slash slash www.chcf.org slash authors slash Vanessa Grubbs. Article equals percent 7 bf 610 f 9 Fe 74 e 95 eb Dr. Grubbs is an assistant professor of medicine in the division of nephrology at the University of California, San Francisco, Zuckerberg San Francisco General Hospital, where she has maintained a clinical practice and clinical research program since 2009. Though most of her time is dedicated to research and patient care, her passion is creative nonfiction writing. She is working on her first book, and she blogs at thenephrologist.com. Her book, Hundreds of Interlaced Fingers, A Kidney Doctor's Search for the Perfect Match will be available on Amazon.com this June. By the way, she donated a kidney to her husband when they were only dating. Samuel L. Kuntz, MD was another innovative contributor to nephrology from the black community. As blackpass.org tells us. In 1961 Kuntz and Roy Cohn, another leading surgeon, performed the first successful kidney transplant between two people who were close relatives but not twins. Over the next decade Kuntz researched the process of kidney transplants on dogs. He discovered that monitoring blood flow into the new kidney and administering methylprednisolone to the patient after surgery allowed the body to accept the new organ. In 1966, Kuntz joined the faculty at Stanford University Hospital and Medical School, and in 1967 he became the chief of the kidney transplant service at University of California at San Francisco (UCSF). There, he worked with Foker Belzer to create the Belzer kidney perfusion machine. This innovation kept kidneys alive for 50 hours after being removed from the donor. Through Kuntz's involvement at UCSF, the institution's kidney transplant research center became one of the best in the country. Kuntz also created the Center for Human Values at UCSF to discuss ethical issues concerning transplants. It's time for an explanation as to why I wrote Why CKD is Treated Differently for Blacks, isn't it? This is from Jane E. Brody's article, Doctors Sharpen Message on Kidney Disease, reprinted in the Book of Blogs Moderate Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 1. There are four main risk factors for kidney disease diabetes, high blood pressure, age over 60, and a family history of the disease. Anyone with these risk factors should have a test of kidney function at least once a year, Vasilati said. Me here, he was the National Kidney Foundation's chief medical officer at the time the article was written. Members of certain ethnic groups are also at higher than average risk, blacks, Hispanics, Pacific Islanders, and Native Americans. This means physicians need to monitor blood pressure and diabetes more closely for blacks, as well as the other high-risk groups. Why, you ask? this bit from what is it and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease will explain about the blood pressure. HPB can damage small blood vessels in the kidneys to the point that they cannot filter the waste from the blood as effectively as they should. Nephrologists may prescribe HBP medication to prevent your CKD from getting worse since these medications reduce the amount of protein in your urine. Not too surprisingly, most CKD-related deaths are caused by cardiovascular problems. As for diabetes, I turn to the book of blogs, Moderate Chronic Kidney Disease, Part 2, for this tidbit. According to diabetes.co.uk at http colon slash slash www.diabetes.co.uk slash how does diabetes affect the body.html, the kidneys are another organ that is a particular risk of damage as a result of diabetes and the risk is again increased by poorly controlled diabetes, high blood pressure and cholesterol. In addition, there is a gene more prevalent in blacks that can exacerbate their CKD. This discovery provides direct evidence that African Americans with established CKD and the OPPL1 risk gene variant experience a faster decline in kidney function compared to their white counterparts, irrespective in most cases of what caused their kidney disease. Afshin Parsa, M.D., a nephrologist at the University of Maryland School of Medicine in Baltimore and a Crick Study Investigator. Dr. Parsa was referring to the study on OPOL-1 which was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. The following is from the National Kidney Foundation's fact sheet on blacks and CKD at https colon www.kidney.org slash news slash newsroom slash fact slash African Americans and CKD. Blacks and African Americans suffer from kidney failure at a significantly higher rate than Caucasians, more than three times higher. African Americans constitute more than 35% of all patients in the U.S. receiving dialysis for kidney failure, but only represent 13.2% of the overall U.S. population. Diabetes is the leading cause of kidney failure in African Americans. African Americans are twice as likely to be diagnosed with diabetes as Caucasians. Approximately 4.9 million African Americans over 20 years of age are living with either diagnosed or undiagnosed diabetes. The most common type of diabetes in African Americans is type 2 diabetes. The risk factors for this type of diabetes include family history, impaired glucose tolerance, diabetes during pregnancy, hyperinsulinemia and insulin resistance, obesity and physical inactivity. African Americans with diabetes are more likely to develop complications of diabetes and to have greater disability from these complications than Caucasians. African Americans are also more likely to develop serious complications such as heart disease and strokes. High blood pressure is the second leading cause of kidney failure among African-Americans, and remains the leading cause of death due to its link with heart attacks and strokes. Today's blog was a bit longer than usual to bring you this important information. We celebrate Black History Month and need to make our Black family members, friends, and co-workers aware of their heightened risk so they can help prevent their own CKD. Until next week. Keep living your life.